fan is with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man, that mo out here. Yeah. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. <laughs> that was random. I know, right? Feeling good. But I was waiting for him to do something random like that. Because whenever there's a long pause at the beginning of the thing. Yeah. Like, no, I'm just trying to stall for time. Fam, do you. Did you hear about these wildfires that are happening in, in California? Another one? Or is it yeah. the first one in Australia? Bruv, so, so far there's been over 100,000 acres worth of damage in California because oh, of these snap. fires. And there's so much that the skies has turned orange. That's how much fire there is. Yo. Fam, 2020 is moving sideways. And do you want to know how this fire started? How? Oh. It was a gender reveal. Yes. What? Are you serious? <laughs> they use one one next firework to do like some some, some like gender reveal. <laughs> they started this fire that's been going oh. on. No. Do you guys know um Boss Logic on Instagram? No. He does like graphic design and like he does for UFC and he's worked in the Marvel stuff. He did a, a a gif of a it looked like an anime with something dropping into like a city and then it blew up the city and I was like it's a girl. And I was like, well, I didn't, I didn't get it, but that—that's obviously what he was referring okay. to. Yeah, <laughs> Rah. that's mad. And like, I swear, you need to sacrifice your first child if, if that's you. <laughs> and like, this isn't the first time, the first time this has happened. So this, this happened in like 2017, and then the guy got the guy who did it got like four and a half years in prison, and then he had to pay back 8.2 million dollars in in, in that restitution. <laughs> He's not going to be able to pay that. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just your life is in debt. Your life, your children's life, your grandchildren's life. Damn. Yeah. Oh man, no, it's I... a avoidable say things like this. That's just the worst. If it's a boy, just just like have like a blue flag. If it's a girl, give him the pink flag. And it's great for the gram, isn't it? For the gram. Just pop a balloon. <laughs> oh yeah, what's Make even the point of g- gender reveals? It's just like, yo, we're, we're gonna find out eventually. Uh, uh, it's become a whole thing now. Yeah, it's it's, it's wrong. Yeah. Okie dokie. So sorry, not sorry. Yes, sir. Peter's in the hot seat today. So it's uh, so I've been told. Yes, sir. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> so this question comes courtesy of my wife. <laughs> hey, just just before you drop the question. Disclaimer, we never claim to have the answers here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put that out there. Wow. So, I'm going to do like a one-two combination with this question. All right. So, the jab is, in terms of um, this whole communicating with our ancestors, how do we feel about it as Christians? <laughs> what? <laughs> What do you mean communicate with your ancestors? So like we've we've got these um black he black um like Hebrew Israelites and Egyptologists and them things there who are like I communicate with my ancestors. Like I go into trances and stuff and I communicate with my ancestors and them things there. Mm. How do we as Christians feel about that? Like the notion of communicating with ancestors. Well biblically it's um biblically it's I want to say forbidden, but I'm not sure if that's the right word for it. But it's frowned on at the very least. So when uh, Saul goes to the witch or, or to the um, diviner to to speak with Samuel after he died, um, you know, there's even debate as to whether or not that was Samuel. But, you know, it's considered, uh, at least in Israel, under God's law, it is considered witchcraft. And it's something that's, you know, dead, you know, I'm sorry, punishable by death. So in God's mm. eyes, sort of trying to communicate with the spiritual realm in such manner is definitely frowned upon. Um, mm. Christ also, you know, when he um, when he was when he was here was not like, a, no, what am I trying to say? Um, we see Christ uh, transfigured with um Moses and Elijah um and in some of Christ's uh, parables he talks about how when the when the poor man died he was in Abraham's bosom mm-hmm. so the reason I go there is we understand that after um after death there is a spiritual existence mm-hmm. that some people are asleep in 
evidently with with Moses and with Elijah they were awake awake enough to come and speak with Christ Mm -hmm. um and in that parable he talks about the man being in Abraham's bosom being um you know uh coherent and, and aware of what goes on however communication between this realm and that realm even when Christ did it required Christ to be transfigured into a different form you know into a a heavenly form and so i think any sort of forced communication between this realm and the spiritual realm outside of through the path of the holy spirit is is witchcraft essentially and and is frowned on by god is my opinion okay it's possible so i wouldn't even say it's not possible and i give those examples to say that it is possible but that for the christian it's witchcraft and and so it's frowned upon so you inadvertently actually answered the question I was about to answer, uh, ask you. So it, was, it, it, was a, it was a slip and a hook. That's, yeah. that's, that's what happened. <laughs> it's a case in which if speaking to your ancestors is forbidden. Mm. And even when we see Saul trying to speak to Samuel, mm. he had to go through a necromancer to try do that. And even yeah. the necromancer was like, you know that what you've asked me to do is forbidden. Yeah, yeah. But and so was see, it, someone was even like, yo, you're disturbing me. Why, why, yeah. why, why, why are you me? Yeah. But then we see jesus speaking to moses and elijah mm. and it's like how do we navigate that because essentially he was speaking to his ancestors mm, mm, mm. well, if well you, if humanly you, if, speaking anyways yeah, yeah 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 but yeah yeah so i think when he did that he was transfigured and fought, t- took on heavenly form um and and also there's the fact that jesus had said before so david in prophesying talking about my Lord, and I can't remember the verse, I really should get better with that, talks about how his Lord was there before him, and Christ references that as to how when David was saying all those things, when Moses was saying all those things, when Abraham was saying all those things, it was Christ that they were being referred to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so even then, you know, still it's, it's a matter of he was transfigured and they were given, and that was for a specific, a specific thing, a specific, um, uh there was a specific reason for that and actually if i can even drop that moses and elijah moses almost representing the law elijah representing the prophets and jesus being transfigured amongst them with peter james and john james meaning to um to supplant or replace peter being the rock and john being the gift of god allows for something that you know if you translate it it's like oh the law and the prophets have been replaced by the gift of god so the law peter being a rock uh, referring to the stone tablets if you want to stretch it that way that's how i'm stretching it for this um james being stretching it hard and john being the gift of god it is working it is working and jesus being there with moses who represented the law and uh, elijah who represented the prophets yeah that that's my that's my response that was good that was good just quick add on question to that and I was, even think- going to, so, I was even going to tag along um, when David spoke of Jesus and that the Lord said to my Lord, was like, yeah. so Jesus being God transcends mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And absolutely. so even that space within the transfiguration could have actually been outside of time. We don't ah, know. Yeah, there you go. We don't know. Could have been hey, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> I love but that. Yeah. So oh, it's absolutely. not even a case of him like contacting ancestors but almost stepping into eternity Oof. i love that i actually love that uh, that explanation of it which would explain why he also had to take on a different form to mm. enter into oh come on now sorry <laughs> i'm getting mad excited just a quick add-on question to that why do you think it was elijah and not elisha that was chosen since elisha did twice as many miracles as elijah did so someone has pointed out that moses's bones were never found and elijah never died so they, mm. those, those two stand out mm. and if you go to revelation elijah and moses are referenced by the two prophets that are sent out to the rest of the of the jews so i think that's why it was them too and and elijah was the first one elisha took elijah's mantle even yeah. though he had a, de- a double anointing he still took elijah's mantle i think that's yeah. why you still respect that um that, and, I I think, and i think um John the Baptist is said to come in the anointing of Elijah. Yeah, yeah. And so that there's that correlation there as well. Yeah. These are the days of Elijah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robert, Robert, are you feeling like a musical episode or something today? A little bit, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. 
my Go. question for you, Peter. My See. question is to do with death row. So I know people who have to give people the lethal injection when they are sentenced to death. Mm. Would would they have to give an account of that um, to God on judgment day, or or is that just them doing their job? I, I hesitate to to say with any sort of confidence because it is you know it, at the end of the day it is between them and God. What are they doing? They're killing someone. Mm-hmm. So yes, they, you know there's blood on their hands. But then at the same time, they are obeying the law which has been set in place and authority which has been placed, as God says, you know, he himself has placed authority there. So I, I hesitate to say anything judging because I don't, I, I can't, I, 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 I don't think I have, um, I have sufficient grounds to judge. However, I can say they are killing someone. And if you are killing someone, their blood's sort of on your hands. Um, I personally i don't know if i could do that job because in my mind it would be i'm killing someone regardless of whether or not it's sanctioned by the government you know for even 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 um dare i say godly sanctioned killings prevented david from building god's temple and so there's obviously something there and this is here the government of man half the time not half the time but statistically it's not even every single person that's put on death row that belongs there so you know it, it's it's uh I, I if i'm speaking personally i couldn't do it because i think the, their blood will be on my hand um and like i said even where god has sanctioned killing it's prevented people from doing what god wanted or doing what they wanted to do for, for god so it's a sticky one it's a sticky one but i wouldn't I wouldn't pronounce judgment on them. I would just say, yeah, there's blood on their hands. And just following on for that, when it comes to like, like euthanasia, so like, so like, if you had like a like a loved one who was like in a vegetative state, and you had to give permission for them to be killed, mm. would would the blood be on the person who pulled the plug, or on you for giving permission to to kill them? Again, it's one of those it's one of those sticky ones, and I, and I even there more so because you're dealing with people that are making a really really hard decision. So I, again, I won't I won't dare pronounce judgments on them. However, um, mercy kills is what the call is, and it's a mercy death or something uh-huh. to put them out of their misery. Becomes to some extent a question of faith as opposed to anything else. And it's it's whether or not you believe God would um, whether or not you believe God is saying it is their time. Uh, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, there's opportunity they can wake up, um, but more often than not, when it comes down to that question, at least the number of times that I've heard, it's they're in a state now where you're just keeping their heart beating, and it's not necessarily that they are alive in any capacity. It's their bodily functions are still working but you know sometimes they might be i don't i don't know I, basically what i'm saying is it's a hard enough decision to make i won't pronounce judgment on that I, and i don't know who's i don't know if anyone's blood's on anyone's hands there i think it's more so a question of faith because the technology now allows us to preserve someone's essentially heart beating longer than say in the times of adam or, or you know who's to say you know the yeah, I'm not. I'm not even going to go down that route because I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't have strong enough fitting there. But yeah, it's it's a hard enough decision. I wouldn't pronounce judgment on on that at all because it's, it's a matter of technology extending someone's life beyond what would otherwise be natural. So yeah, it's it's not a complete answer to the question because I, I actually don't really know. No, that's but, fine. That's yeah. fine. It's it's a hard question to be honest. It's a very yes. hard one. Yeah, I think because um, I'm I'm racking my, I'm looking through the um, the kit at the like. The kings and the first and second Samuels and the chronicles and that, and I'm trying to, and I, I know I know that the correlation between it is not like one for one um, in Christ. I believe that there's some nuances that not quite at play within the Old Testament, um, but there are instances where people have done stuff and they've been killed, and David has said, like David has said, this person's blood is on their own head. <laughs> um, literally and so i think i think there may be room especially if like someone was actually guilty for and like deserving of the death penalty whereas like their blood is literally on their own head on, on their own hands whereas like you you put you you put yourself in that position to be killed mm-hmm. 
Mm. Um, so the instance that I'm thinking about is <clears throat> when um, Saul first died and Saul's son took over and um, the men of David and the men of Saul's son were fighting and then one person killed another person's son, another person's brother. Mm. And during time of peace, the person's brother went and killed the other person. And um, David was mourning and stuff, but David was like, along the that where David was saying something to the extent of this person's blood is, is, is on their own head because in mm. a time of peace, they shed blood that was, they, they revenged blood that was shed in a time of war. Mm. So that person's blood is on their own hands. Mm. Um, and so I, again, this, this is, the nuance and stuff is, is there. And so we can't really just say, yeah, your name. But mm. I, I believe based on those narratives, I'm like, there's, there's room, especially in terms of the reality of this person's guilt for that person's blood to be on their own head. Um, but also I'll push I say, back. Oh, sorry, finish, finish, finish. I also point, say yeah. that the, the guilt or whatever isn't just to the person who flicks the switch, but it even goes down to the person who made the call, made the decision. If it was um, a... Uh, a jury of your peers. Or whatever, like, they they hold some blame. It's like, if, 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 if blame is to be shed equally then not, it goes all the way up to the decision makers, all the way mm. down to the person who actually executed it. So yeah. it's not just the person who flipped the switch or like gave the lethal injection or whatever, but it, it, it would have to go all the way up through the line of a chain of command. Yeah, and that highlights what I was going to push back on a little bit because even in the time of David, at the very least, David was a king who served God and mm-hmm. allowed for God to lead him. But yeah. it, today with death row, we're talking about other human beings. Yes. And so yes. then it becomes a, a sticky thing with yeah. at what points does a human being have the right to determine another human being's life should end? Yeah. You know, yeah. regardless yeah. of the guilt involved, and, and you're com- you're completely correct. But that's where I push back a little bit. Mm. And yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm like, there's no we we can't t- we can't just we can't take that into our own hands and make that decision. I don't mm. believe anyways. But this then leads me towards um the army on war but that's mm. a totally different that's a totally different path yeah. um but it's just or, like or even or even home invaders and, and stuff like that yeah yeah because yeah. i'll kill attack my family <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i don't even say that with any hesitation honest truth sorry you're waiting for it to happen kind of of. there was one time that my dad was um potentially going to be attacked because he had been swindled and there was money at the house and we knew that the people that swindled him knew where the house was because they had the address how did i have knives downstairs like hidden in places like kind of waiting for something to happen anyway that's 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 on the side you can see the smile peters in his face telling them (laughs) <laughs> no, there's the, something wrong with me, man. The thought alone is satisfying to Peter. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Okay, let's go on to topic for today. Today we're going to be talking about gentlemen's clubs. Whoop, 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 whoop. Well, not talking about. Well, it starts with a gentleman's club, shall I say? Peter's face just changed that what? <laughs> so, have any of you heard of the Garrett Club? No, no. Okay. So the Garrett Club is. I've heard a... of Spearmint Rhino. Oh. Man, they used to have the big billboards everywhere, bro. <laughs> they did not care. <laughs> but yeah, no, sorry, I haven't. Yeah, I think it's a bit different from Spearbase right now, because I think that was just like strippers. I haven't been there either, so I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I felt like I wanted to, to, to like go there on one time just of to see what, what it was. Robert, of course. Man, let's just see what it was. <laughs> we, we all know what it was, first. Just to see if it was as salacious as like the posters made it seem. Uh, anyway, so the Garrett Club is a gentleman's club, a men's club, if you will. It's, it was in the news yesterday, the day before, um, okay. because a female lingerie entrepreneur. <laughs> Why is that funny? It's just That's a dope title. It. It's just a dope title. I want to be it. I don't actually. No, I know you don't. I'm good. So, like, she feels. Or she feels a way about um, the Garrett Club's membership being men, men, men's only. So she wants the Garrett Club to change their policy to allow women to become members. So like, women can, 
so that so it's like women can go and eat and dine there, but you, but they can't be a member of the club. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, you know, equality, like there, there are a lot of high powered men um, in these places and she wants to be able to make connections with them. Da, 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 da. But I feel like if, you, if you're trying to go and change the club, they're probably not going to make one want to make connections with you, but <laughs> that's a different story. Shooting yourself in the foot there. Yeah. So we're not going to be talking about that. Okay. Um, so that got me thinking about the importance of boys and guys having men only spaces and whether you think that's important why not with you Robert wants to defend the sanctity of the stripper pole <laughs> but Peter there, there are women there as well yeah but you want but it to be, be there at the point of going you, you want it to be enjoyed by only men no no no, 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 no. Carry on, carry on. I'm talking about like a bit more wholesome okay you know? so um, how can I put this so yeah, so just, just I'm just places for, for for like guys to be guys and do things that guys traditionally like to do. Do you think those are important, or do you think that it it should be like all places should be all places for everybody? I'll, I'll I'll play devil's advocate because in saying places where guys do what guys traditionally do, you are feeding into or aren't you feeding into stereotypes and isn't that the whole thing what this um that this uh, era is against is against any sort of stereotype or um ex- exclusionary uh type deal yes and no <laughs> i think i think i am saying that there should be things like that mm. but i think that things like that are important um just like even some random like like Sunday Sunday morning football matches, like Sunday football league, where like guys can go and just like have like a good rough and tumble playing football. Like it kind of changes when if like women are are like involved in that, and it like <laughs> you can't slack it as easily. You can't you can't it, it like changes the whole energy of like of the sport, and like for a lot of guys that's the outlet to like get their like energy and their like testosterone out and i think that it can be a good place for like um camaraderie and like bonding with like other men which i don't think we we as men do really well anyway mm. do you know i agree and i agree more so from a um a church perspective where it's like i think the idea of men's ministry and women's ministry is wholesome but it's recognizing that we don't do men's ministry every week or we don't do men's ministry every day. It's like there are set times and there's periods and there's like um, there's like a routine to it um, where we kind of do men's ministry where guys can just talk about frustrations, whatever, um, or just just have space to do that. Um, and I, I think that that is good. I think that that is wholesome, that is healthy. Um, while still affording women, women's ministry, and then we have like children's minute, whatever. But there's also the emphasis on coming together to do something. So I don't think that every space should become a genderless, neutral space without demarcations as to like this is male, this is female. Um, but I think when it comes into society, that's it becomes a bit more tricky because it's like society almost seems to be moving in the direction of just trying to make everything a genderless shade of beige. Where it's just like everything is just open for everyone, which comes. I don't to think I agree problem. with that. I don't think I agree with that. I think that society wants to get rid of the men's only spaces, make everything genderless, apart from the women's spaces that, that like women want to have. <laughs> we just got controversial. <laughs> like, like I don't see anyone like um, trying to close women's only gyms or women's only bars and clubs and stuff. Because there's there's the view that those are important. It's a it's a space for women to feel safe, to feel connected mm. with other women, and like even like even this podcast, like this podcast is like it's us three guys just doing what we do, and it's very apparent when there's like a woman around and, and like how the energy changes. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm no. not saying it's bad, but 
you can, you can definitely feel like a shift in the energy. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know, to be, to be completely honest, I, I agree. And I agree, actually, even to the extent of um, what you said, Rob, about where society is really heading and and um looking at it's there is a concerted effort to remove anything that's just men and uh, and protect the things that are just women and it's like it's i guess to some extent can be argued to be an, a response to the fact that men have always had the upper hand thus far and you know the yeah. as we see with with race relations the pendulum swung to the other extreme and now it's like okay we're going to tear everything you guys have down we're going to keep these things for the ladies but i do i do i do see that um yeah, yeah. And, and i think yeah i think there should be things that are just for men and, and not to say stereotypically just a Sunday football league or, or whatever. But I think there there are things where or there should be avenues where men can just go and do what a certain group of men want to do. Um, whether or not that should be strictly exclusive, I don't know, because there might be things that men want to do that women want to do, especially in today's society. Um, but I think that it shouldn't be frowned upon for there to be just exclusively for guys or exclusively for girls sort of things yeah. and my thing is like for for, for that girls or only things it's not frowned upon so i feel mm. like it's not frowned upon for the girls give give that the guys a space as well mm. yeah. but then, so so what would you what would you say are things where that would require only guys sunday league football men's mm. ministry When's yeah, ministry? No, no, church is of course church because <laughs> and, and even even church. I was, I was looking at Titus uh, two or three, um, where you know the older women are supposed to teach the younger women. Yeah. And, yeah. Older men. So no, that that's completely and and in church is understandable because men have a defined role that we play. Yeah. Women have a defined role that they play. So it makes sense that more mature Christians will teach less mature Christians of the same sex. That that, that completely makes sense. Okay. I'm okay, talking about in the world. Okay, let me ask you a question, Peter. So, like, when mm. it comes to like martial arts and stuff, yeah, you find that if you are partnered with like like a, a female, you like pull your punches and kicks a bit more than if. Of if course, you yeah, no, of course, of course, and that's not necessarily because of anything other than <laughs> it's a woman. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say this. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually going to say this. The woman being the weaker vessel, or or the more, um, the the, the just I'll use weaker <laughs> because weaker is the right word because. Bone density, muscular structure, all of those things are different between man and woman. Mm. And it does mean that in a combat sport, a man will have an advantage. It's the same reason why Serena, Serena Williams um, will not play against the number one guy or the mm. one, number one man. It's, you know, there's technique, but then with tennis, there's also strength and there's also, yeah. you know, the, the speed of the serve and stuff like that. So, no, in, in, in when, I'm with, when I'm partnered with ladies... And it's not to say that I'm even better because there have been, I don't think I've been partnered with a lady that's worse than me. I've mm. always been partnered with a lady that's better and they're faster, they're more flexible. So it just gives me something else to, you know, to to think about rather yeah. than just thinking, oh, I'm just going to punch her as hard as I can. Yeah, there's no great. point. There's, there's I was, no I was point. Gonna, I was going to challenge you from the perspective of when you're partnered with another man mm. who you know is clearly weaker than you, it's the same thing. Do you pull punches? Do you yeah. like hold? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or do you go with the mindset of you're gonna do press ups today because you're getting stronger? No, no, no. Because because combat sports is different. If we're conditioning, even if we're conditioning, it's always and Mo, you know this. We're, that, we're always yeah. you're always hitting to the person's um, yeah. Yeah. tolerance, if that makes yeah. sense. So I'll hit you maybe not as hard, and then you'd be like, nah, nah, you can go harder, and I'll yeah. hit you as hard, but I'm not going to hit you full strength, unless it's, like, someone like Darren, who is, well, he's not even, he's not weaker than me, but he, no, he's, he's not. His stature is smaller than yours. Exactly, but he's probably stronger than me. Yeah. At least he hits harder. Yeah. I might be able to bench more, but then that's a different mechanic, if that makes yeah. sense. So I will hit Darren as hard as I possibly can, and then he would just <laughs> give you that dead face. Like, hitting Darren is, Mo knows this, hitting him is so discouraging, because I will hit him as hard as I can, and it, there's no change, no change in his best, because he's stronger than me in that in that respect. Um, but yeah, no, with, with martial arts, for sure. 
I would pull punches with a with a lady or with someone who's lighter than me or less experienced than me. Any because you're you're not trying to knock them down. You're trying to help build them up. So I'll, would you? I'll say so would from, you? Go on, Moses. Um, to in not this not in line with depression to Peter, but in line with um, creating like gender neutral spaces and stuff. Because um, even I um, I came across a story a long time ago where apparently there were Muslims who were. Um, rallying against Peppa Pig because it's, she's a pig. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... It's not allowed. allowed. <laughs> it's not allowed. Like, can't, this can't run. This can't run in our household. I so, shouldn't laugh, man. That's hilarious. You might need to pattern this up. You can't be Peppa Pig no more. It needs to be something different. But obviously, Peppa Pig is still Peppa Pig, isn't it? Um, like... <laughs> but the thing is, I don't think for society to move forward, we need to repackage what already is, but we need to create something new. Mm. And so if, if like you're saying, this space needs to be, um, like um, membership in this space needs to be degendered or whatever, go create your own thing. Because as you said right at the beginning, if you like remove the gender specifications, it's not going to have the result that you wanted. Mm. It's not going to be the same thing. Yeah. If you genuinely create something new and it gains traction, then you know that you're onto something. Mm. Mm, that's a good point, yeah. Well, just just quickly going back to Peter and his, his taekwondo. I'm joking. I don't do taekwondo. <laughs> I know it's good. <laughs> Man felt offended. I don't do taekwondo, yeah? Better than that. They're so, good, they're good, but it's not it's not karate. It's so, not like, how, how would you feel about fighting against other women in, in competition if they were in your same weight category? No, there's a there's a reason why you don't. There's there's a reason why you don't. It is it is as simple as a woman's body, even at the same weight category, is not the same as a man's body. From bone density to muscular structure, everything it's it's just different. We're created different, and that's what the world's trying to deny with personal pro- preferred pronouns and all of this jazz. They're trying to deny what is scientifically, or at the very least, objective truth, which again the world's trying to deny. Um, a woman is different from a man. It so you is, agree there needs to be some 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 place of separation between men and women then. Yeah, of course. And and any any time any and it's happened a few times. There's been a woman that ident a man that identifies as a woman. He could be average in his weight class. In 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 it's happened in MMA. Average guy in his weight class identifies as a woman, <laughs> or does the gender transition thing. Goes to fight women and is smashing them. It's smashing all of them and it's it's you have a different type of advantage with testosterone with your bone structure it's just it's because you're different we're built for that yeah. it's the same way i will never be able to carry a child because i'm not built for it there's no reason why i should try and say well pregnancy should now be genderless and we should come up with technology no there's no hey, reason give it a couple of years right? you might be capable you know there you go well. <laughs> okay yeah. so like okay so i've given examples of where i think there could be some men only spaces do you have any other places you think outside of sports where men only spaces outside of church as well where men's only spaces are important to be honest it's hard for me to think of i can think of Anything can have a men-only sort yeah. of membership or a men-only sort of event or, or whatever. It's hard for me to think of, especially in today's society, things that only men should do. Yeah. That makes sense. It's honestly hard because even when you say Sunday League football, there can also be a Sunday League football for girls. Yeah, but it's, it's a different sport. <laughs> no, football. It's not football. No, it? no, no. Like, 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 even Serena Williams said, like, Women's tennis is very different from from like men's. Yeah, tennis. no, of course, of course. So that's so that's like even though it's it's, it's tennis. It's saying it's different. Yeah. It's different tennis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know um, what? Am? I can't American think of football, any American football. Yeah, one thing that actually irritates me about American football is in um, the male version of it, they're fully clothed. In the female version of it, they're in bikinis and shoulder pads. Yeah, bro. <laughs> again, again, <laughs> bro. That, again, again, bro. They're different sports. You're watching it for different reasons. <laughs> Facts. So. Facts. You know, it's funny. It's different sports, but the demographic is the same. <laughs> there you I'm go. Like, bro, like, what is this? Um, I think so. I think there's there's space. So e- even stuff like counselling, 
there's space for male 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 counselor uh, like male counselors counseling male females counseling females but there's also space for those cross-gender counselors Mm. So it's like if, if women have gone through sexually traumatic experiences with other men, you may actually trigger their whole experience again if you're being counseled by a man. Mm. And so there's space for those. And I think every every place that is a safe space, so whether if football is a safe space for you, then there's there should be room for a male-only football league that you can be a part of. If sport is safe, then there should be room for um, male-only while still not negating that maybe a, a mixed gender thing will be beneficial as well. So yeah. still leaving pockets for that to exist, but still recognizing that safe spaces are sometimes safe because it's void of the other gender. Mm-hmm. So a, 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 a classic example is like, if you've been victim of like domestic violence or whatever, male or female from the opposite sex, if you go into a space that's meant to be a safe space and it's filled with the opposite sex, that's yeah, not going to be safe. a safe space for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so just having that space where there's that sense of, even if it's just biological, it's like we're all together. Um, that, that I think is, I think that is healthy. So I think that there's room for safe spaces, whatever that safe space may be, whether it's drawing, whether it's calligraphy, whether it's like martial arts, whether it's singing, whatever it may be for you. So long as it's a safe space, then there should be space and room for it to be, gender um gender specific while still not negating that there, there's benefits in a gender neutral space as well within that yeah how do you guys well you guys are dads now um when it comes to like secondary schools and stuff do you think you'll be looking to more mixed secondary schools or like same gender secondary schools and like what do you think are the pros and cons of of each so I went, yeah. oh, sorry, I, I, I was going to say I went to a mixed, well, it's not secondary school, but uh, it's not secondary school in these terms, but in Ghana, I went to a mixed secondary school. Um, and, and I had friends that went to boys only or girls only secondary schools. Um, personally, I think it will, I think that will be lower on my priority list. It will be more like the Ofcom score and, um, you know, the area, the kind of kids that go there what they achieve stuff like that that will be higher up on my list when it comes to um what schools they go to um but i i think i lean more towards mixed just because it's more um it's more indicative of the world at large you you, you're never going to really more like more than you're more than likely to work in a environment with other gender or to go to society um, you know communities or be in places with other genders why not study in the same sort of environment that you're likely to end up in so i think i will lean more towards that but it will be low on my priority list when i'm looking for a school yeah i think so um i went to a all boys secondary school um and there, there are stereotypes in terms of um, different secondary schools. So a typical stereotype is a girl goes to an all-girl school, she becomes a lesbian. Um, <laughs> a boy goes to an all-boy school, it's just like there's just forever a horny, just like don't know how to act around girls. Um, I think there's some truth in that. <laughs> I, I think... Yes. Like, at least in the boys, one of the girls one. From the boys' side, I think there's some truth in that. Um, but I, I also recognize that if you go to gender-specific schools, you're almost denied um, by virtue of the school learning how to act around the opposite gender, learn how to act around opposite sex. Now, that doesn't negate you may go to a church or you may go to playgroup or whatever outside where there's other genders there so you can still interact like that. But if school is the predominant place that you're in, and that's the predominant social activity that you have, which for most people it is, you're almost denied learning just how to navigate the opposite sex in a way that is healthy. So you're, you're denied making mistakes and learning and stuff like that. Um, but also to, statistically, apparently girls do better in all girls school, but boys do better in mixed schools. These are your statistics. Um, yeah. And so that will, that sometimes will influence where the, where the children go but i i'm in a position where i've got a son and a daughter 
And so I'm like, ideally, I'd want them to go to the same school. Because, mm-hmm. like, just camaraderie, them lot are there, they can look out for each other, all of them things there. And plus, school drop-offs would be very easy. Just go to the one school, thing done. Yeah. So that's the practical side. Um, but I think what I, what I have taken into consideration, especially with Leia, is what school do I think she will thrive in? And so if I think she will thrive in this school, whether it's mixed, whether it's all girls, whatever, I'll be more inclined to take her there. And that is very much to do with, one, their attainment, but two, just the infrastructure that, like, undergirds the learning. So how they do reprimands and, like, rewards and all of them things there is that one that would actually entice her to continue learning and do her best. If it is, then, yeah, I'm like, cool, let's do that. If it's not, Mm. regardless of how prestigious the school is, I'm not going to take her there because I I don't think she'd be able to hear her full potential in that school. How about yourself, Robert? Yeah. Um, I think... I think I'd want my boy, my, my sons to go to a mixed school just because I feel like at mixed school, boys are more likely to learn to do's and don'ts when it comes to females a lot more than if they go to a boys' school because, yeah. because there are stuff you can get away with in a boys' school that will just never run <laughs> if you go to a mixed school. And, and you learn like a lot of, yeah, you can learn like a lot of bad habits depending on the boys' school. Actually, no, because even depend regardless of like the boys school you go to boys have bad habits <laughs> and they'll pass those bad habits down to the years below them so i'd rather i think for my son i'd rather um he go to a mixed school so that he can learn how to interact with girls in a safe and proper way so ideally daughter i don't know i feel like i feel like i, I might want to send center to an old girl school just because I'm scared that one of the older boys will just come and try to try to romance and take her away. Oh. <laughs> is that what you did? Is that what you did? I, I went to old boys school. I went to old boys school. So there was no romance, no babies. <laughs> <laughs> After school hours. But yeah, yeah I think. Um, but yeah. again, yeah, yeah, yeah. About, but like, I mean, like we were saying, I think it, it depends more on like the school itself and the teaching and. Mm. Where my where I, I, I want my kids to get to, um, but yeah, if I yeah, but I'll have a look, see how like the boys are in the school. If it looks like they're a bit rowdy or a bit, like they might get my daughter pregnant, might be like, uh. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> hey, bro, that the whole school can look prestige. You only need one boy. Nah, bro, one you boy. Can t- you can tell by the ties. If they enter that whole short tie business, yeah, nah, 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 nah. you got cut that out, bro. <laughs> But yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying in terms of what you pick up from boys' schools. Because within boys' schools, it was it was almost like girls were very much seen as conquests. Well, within my school, anyway, it was very much seen as conquests and something that, like, yo, everyone is just trying to be seen with a a girl on around his arms. And then once everyone is seen with a girl, now it's oh, whose girl looks better. And then just trying to one up man like that. And literally, that was the the bulk of the conversations once once you hit puberty, anyways. Before that, you're just a bit, mm. but even now, I'm hearing year sevens talk like that. And I'm just like, bro, like, when I was in year seven, man was looking at Tamagotchis and them things. Yeah, that, is, that, 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 no. is you talking about that girl looks yummy? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get on my nerves, fam. Yeah. Um, and like, even things around like um, permission and no meaning no and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like boys aren't going to take that as seriously in a boys' school. Because mm. because the guys they're learning from, they're not gonna tell them if the girl says no, say it's no. They'll say if she says no, she just fine. She really wants it. Yeah, no means yes. And that's the lessons that they get taught. I actually but, heard know, a boy. I heard a boy say if you're dating a girl and in three months she hasn't given it up, you've got permission to cheat. Oh, oh that's just stress. That is a stress. Man said, if she hasn't given up in three months, you have permission to cheat. To the extent of like sharing stories about how they were dating a girl and the girl hadn't given it up. The guy wanted to like lock off the relationship because she hadn't given it up. But he was like, no, I've put in all of this time, so I'm going to wait. And then on the night that she gave it up, as soon as he finished, he told her it was over. 
And this this is all circling within a boys' school. So yeah, from my experiences of a boys' school, anyways, it it, it can be a lot more toxic than anything. Mm. Is boys teaching other boys <laughs> who who like have been taught by other boys? The blind beating the blind. It's broken men. Because half of these guys have come like from like single parent households or they haven't necessarily seen what wholesome relationships look like. And this is speaking from my experience. Because half of the guys that I was talking to were coming from single parent households or households in which it was like dysfunctional. And then they were then taking that and then like sharing it in school and then just perpetuating it. Um, whilst I was coming from my household, African household, both of my parents still there, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, I think it will very much depend on the school. Um, we can't really know the ins and outs of the school and the character of everyone who's going to be there. But we can look at the school structure. We can look at the school's infrastructure and stuff like that. And just based on that, see where we think, prayerfully anyway, see where we think our children would um, thrive. Um, so, yeah, it's... And then trust God with it. Trust God with it. Because I think we can't put our children into a sinless environment. That doesn't exist. And so it's trust, regardless of wherever they go, it's trust in God to be like, all right, like... I need you to, to like take care of me and this child in this situation, car. If anything happens, I'm 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 lopping off heads. Cool. You know what? <laughs> I think we should stop there because my heart's can't palpitation just thinking about it. Bro. It's so deep, yeah, that Leia keeps calling this one boy's name from her classroom. And I was like, oh, so what did you do today? Me and blah, 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 we're playing all day. I'm just like, nah, don't be saying stuff like that, because we're going to get this guy killed. Yeah? I'm going to gonna get this guy, nah. Uh, I shared my lunch with him. What? Why are you sharing your lunch in year one? Uh, I'm not on it. I'm not on it. Not the goodies, yeah? Crazy. <laughs> I'm not on it. Opening a raisins box and sharing it with this guy. These times, I'm not on it. Don't do that. So every time, every time Leia mentions his name, Gems just stops and looks at me and starts laughing. I'm just like, I'm not on it. Stop it. <laughs> Stress. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. This is a, uh, it's a, uh, it's not necessarily the best hookup. Um, but The Boys season two is on the way. Oh, I, I don't know that. if you guys, if, oh, if yeah, you guys watch that, The yeah, Boys. I, yeah. I haven't seen The Boys it, is. It's rated R, um, unnecessary. It's basically superheroes if they were douchebags. <laughs> uh, it's 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 actually quite it's it's fun, but yeah. I think the, I saw an advert of it and it reminded me of Heroes. It's kind of like that. It kind, but they're more. I think they're more on the nose with like their references to Justice League and and Marvel. Mm. Like all the characters, you can see who they are based on. Oh, okay. And it's just if. Superheroes were in celebrity culture and were narcissistic douchebags. What what would happen? And it's quite it's quite it's quite fun if if you like the sort of graphic comics and stuff like that. So yeah, the boys. It's on uh, Prime. Amazon yeah. Video. Yeah. So yeah. That's dope. I'll go next. Um, I I am watched this this um hookup, but but I forgot to actually mention it when it dropped. Lecrae's album Restoration. I've been I've been going through it a fair bit and it's dope. Um he's just charting his struggles with faith, him losing it and then regaining it again during this time. Um and I I think I think it's good. I think it's good. Um yeah, I think it's good. I I'm, I've been enjoying it. So yeah, restoration, Lecrae. Nice. Cool. My hookups are a couple of children's books written by one of my colleagues at work. Um, her name is Marcel Mateki Akita. Just checking what's her preferred um, pronoun. <laughs> How is she? Cool. Are you, are you, are you getting commission, Tom? No, 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 no. No, but um, like I know her. She's like good people, so I know it's going to be good books. First one's called Amma and Coffee's International Day. Hey. Other one is um, Fatima and Mummy Water's Secret. I don't like that one. <laughs> I don't like that one. It started so well. <laughs> I said Mummy Water. I don't like that one. <laughs> mm. 
she's she's yeah. Ghanaian then. She's she? she's half Ghanaian, half right. Arab. But I don't know which which part of the Arab she's from. No wonder Fatima. She went from yeah. Kofi to Fatima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's her entire like representation right there. Yeah, bro. But from mom, that takes me back, you know. That's crazy. I re- I remember when I first came here, and people were like, "Don't drink Starbucks because it's mummy water." Oh, because of the because of the yeah, image. yeah the fish yes. Yes. I was like, "What?" But yeah, these times the Little Mermaid was something demonic, apparently. Bro, yeah, nah, cool. I think in the original story, she like cut her fins in two to make them into legs, so she could walk on. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those Disney things, um, the original story is actually quite grim. <laughs> but, <laughs> Which yeah. is ironic because they're from the Brothers Grimm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, let's round it up. Um, shout out to Read to Intro Outro Music. Calvin Turner for doing Ordinary Amazing logo. You can find us at Twitter at Defense UK. Instagram, TBS Furnish. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Blacks Furnish, no apostrophe. Hey. On all good podcast works and apps, Blacks Furnish, no apostrophe. And that's it. Shout out to my wife for the, for the sorry, not sorry question and that. That was dope. That was dope. Shout out to Moses' wife. How do you feel about us shouting out your wife, Moses? I was about to say, only I can shout out my wife, but I left it. <laughs> I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. It's bad, but I'm calm. It's bad for now. (laughs) Someone's trying to get himself killed. Hey, there's going to be an episode of of Thing where it's just like, yeah, Roberts are coming back. (laughs) He didn't make it. (laughs) I don't want no one's raisins, bro. (laughs) No one needs to give me any raisins. Cool, this is the Black Sister Spider signing out. Blah.